Honestly, Cuck walked so Joker could run. Well, I guess Cuck crawled and then fell and started crying so Joker could run. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Digital Blackface. I'm your host, Poe. And Lamb here. With your co-host. <laughs> with your co-host, uh, Welcome to episode of Digital Blackface, where we're talking about something very special today. If you were with us on the server for movie night on Friday, uh, you watched a very special, special, and I do mean special movie called Cuck, released in 2019 as basically the anti-Joker. Now, if you've watched Joker, you know that it was a gripping story of uh, a man struggling with living in society with mental issues and everything trying to keep him down. Cuck is... Cuck tries to be that. Cuck tries really, really hard to be that. But if anything, Cuck crawled, fell over, and started crying so Joker could run. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Watching this movie was a struggle. It was two hours, it was mind-numbing, and it was hard to get through. Sure, there were good parts, but those parts were far, few and far between. Now, um, the, one thing, the one thing that kept me going through this movie, the one funny thing that I kept in my mind, was that the main character, Ronnie, looked exactly like Ethan Klein. Like... He had the same face, the same body. Like, if if I really uh, pushed myself, I could make myself believe that this was Ethan Klein's origin story. Now, uh, <laughs> there's so much about this movie that... Let me start from the beginning when, when I talk about this movie. Basically, the director did not, did, had no idea what he was doing. When I say he had no idea what he was doing... I'm saying that he basically crammed every stereotype. He, he, he put together uh, cucks. He put together the alt-right. He put together incels. He put together every negative thing you could think of to call some someone on the right except a chud. He did. And he made a terrible movie for it. But now, was it uh, an art piece? I could... Oh, I mean... You could call it an art piece. It's an art piece the way someone could throw poop on the wall and call it an art piece. There were scenes that made no sense. For it. There was a scene where he was literally shirtless in the backyard and using a bat to dig a hole for like a few seconds, and they never went, went anywhere with that. And I guess it was a metaphor for how pointless his life was when he was doing something so pointless. Because he was in his 30s, he had no job, and all the only thing he was excited about or show any interest in was his dad's uh, military accomplishments, which okay, so, 
who who directed this this next Stanley Kubrick? <laughs> what is his name? Okay, the director for this movie it was like mm, okay, so I know the actor's name is Zachary Ray Sherman. Rob Lambert, that was it. Rob Lambert. Rob Lambert. Hey, he's a brother. Now I don't know what else he's done, but I don't think he's done anything else actually. Has he? Yeah, Are he's a writer me and director. He doesn't have Cubs. a distinguished career. <laughs> <laughs> he's a writer and director for Cuck, and he's basically written for a few other things, but like nothing big, really nothing, nothing important. Oh, he doesn't have a uh, Wikipedia page, so. <laughs> Look, like that's, going that's through this movie, like going through this movie, like I've I've seen so many reviews, like. There was this review I saw on Amazon. Uh, someone said, this movie was written out of a Santa Monica loft by the equivalent of a male feminist with a major in gender studies. The movie takes itself seriously to a painful degree, but you'll find yourself wondering if it really is satire at least once per 10-minute window. And that is not wrong at all. That is, like, literally... You, you keep wondering, like, with every new character, like, is this a joke? Did they make this, like, to, to just, like, have fun with it? But, like... You, you, you want to think that, but then you realize it's so serious. Like, um, there's a character called Chance Dalmain, who uh, the main character of, of Cuck, Ronnie, watches on Vlogtube. Imagine Ben Shapiro's voice coming out of a mix of Gavin McKines and Steven Crowder. <laughs> like, I love them both. <laughs> but they're not... They're not they shouldn't be the same person is what I'm saying. No, I agree. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like it wanted to be like this super deep biting social commentary on how a, a white men are racist, conservative and coddled. Like literally he was, he was conservative. He was racist. He was a uh, Catholic. He was um, a hunter. He owned guns. Well, he owned a, a BB gun and he tried to get a real gun later. And, like, they tried to put every stereotype together. And it's like, they didn't know what actual people on the right were like. Or just anybody who wasn't, like, strictly believed what they did. It was it's like the most, like, a Ben Garrison article without even, like, all the words he uses. Do you think that they really don't understand what a right-wing person is like? Or do you think that they just, like, boil them down to tropes essentially i don't think they know i really don't think they know like some people like some reviews are like oh wow this is a good movie it shows exactly the mind of trump loving racist and i'm like that was gonna be my next question is did anybody enjoy it <laughs> some people call it a realistic view of the world we live in and i'm like what about this is realistic at all like this dude like he's 30 he has no job he committed some unspecified crime that he has a probation officer for by the way his probation officer is the nicest fucking guy he's he's, he's this black guy who comes in talks to this uh dude in his room in his messy room and also his his like 60 year old mom has like a really obvious sexual attraction to this guy and he's trying to avoid it in the most way like she will like she'll uh when he's about to leave uh, she'll grip his hand and just rub it slowly, and like he has to pull, pull his hands out of her grip. And then when he, when she's so gone, it's a horror she'll... movie. If the, it's, that part felt like it, it's a horror show. And then show. once he left, <laughs> once he left, once the uh, probation officer left the house, she just like gives out this little moan and then rubs her hands together. And then uh, Ronnie, Ronnie, <laughs> the main character, is just looking around the corner, and then he goes off into his room. And throws the most five-year-old tantrum you'll ever see from a grown man. And throughout the movie, it's just impotent rage tantrum after impotent rage tantrum. When he's not jerking off or making dumb jokes or dumb statements, he's throwing a tantrum like a five-year-old, gripping his head, stomping all over. It's, it's ridiculous. I feel sorrow for this man. <laughs> I felt sad for him. Like he was, a, he was a piece of shit. Like, he literally at one point um, sprays some water uh, on some black guys who are outside the the, uh, the part-time job he works at. Uh -huh. And then, like, um, one of them says, why don't you uh, 
uh, take your legs and go do something. And he was like, why don't you take, why don't, he says, why don't you take your legs and go do something, boy? And then Ronnie responds, why don't you take your legs and go back to Africa, boy? And I'm like, there's three black guys, there's one of you. What did you think that was going to get you? And then they fight, they kick him, he's on the ground. And the, um, the Muslim uh, store owners that he's working for literally come out and try and help him. And they chase the black guys off. And the first thing he says, he, he starts screaming the word nigger at, at the guys who are running away. And then he calls his boss, his boss and his son, sand niggers, and screams at them too. And I'm like, these are the first people to like legit give you a job and help you. And you just start calling them sand niggers. Like, what's wrong with you, man? You're talking about this man as if he actually lived. <laughs> like, I feel like I, I've, no, I'm, I've known guys who like uh, exhibited certain traits, different traits of... Ronnie is a, a, a lot of messed up traits together, but I have known or met guys who have exhibited individual traits. Like the when he was in the scene, when he was trying to... Like he got a date online. He literally got a date online on a... Uh, and he was talking to this woman in the coffee shops. And she was a, she was well-traveled. She was in college. And the first thing he said to her was like, well, you know, uh, all those college guys are just a bunch of cucks, right? That's, that's the first thing he says to her. Uh-huh. Other than, <laughs> oh, I have a job. And other than working my job, I just hang around. Okay, this movie is starting to seem just a little bit like it's just making fun of autistic people. <laughs> I'm not down with this anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, he could have been autistic. He really could have. Like... Uh, okay, quick, quick. Autism in men is kind of a thing where they just don't know how to socially act. Not socially act, but usually how to socially speak. And something like that seems like something perhaps a very right-wing, uh, mid-functioning autistic man would do to just start calling two men sand niggers after they've rescued you. <laughs> Like, they're in this coffee shop. She's being nice to him. She's giving him a chance. Like, she didn't, She obviously didn't expect him to look... Okay, but did, way... but did he get a second date, though? Oh, no. Let me explain to you why there's no possible chance he could get a second date. So, like, they're talking, and she just talks about where she's been, and she asked him, what does he do? And he was like, oh, well, I have a job, and other than that, I just, like, hang out, you know? And it's clear that he, he does not know how to talk to women, or really people in general. So... <laughs> <laughs> and then, so she keeps talking. She's carrying the conversation. She's not like staying quiet. She's literally trying to give him a chance. And then she talks about her time in college and how there's she didn't have a lot of luck, luck with college guys. So she, uh, so he goes, well, you know, all those college guys were a bunch of cucks, right? And she was like, oh wow, that's that's really offensive. Why would you say that? Like, it's like, well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, that's just who they are. And like, 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 she's like, how do you know? It's like. Like, oh, you're saying it because I've never been to college and I'm not, I'm not good enough for you, and like, and like he just kind of, and she, she, she says like, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm done, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore, and she gets up with her coffee and is about to leave, and so he grabs her by the arm, and starts screaming at like, oh, what, I'm not good enough for you? I bought you that coffee. You're gonna sit down, and we're gonna finish this date, and then like the whole coffee shop just pushes, pushes him away from her, and basically he throws a tantrum outside the coffee shop like grabs his head, stomps on the ground, and just stomps as he walks away. And really looking back on it, like this, yeah, he could have been like autistic, now that I think about it. The more you talk about him, the more he sounds like a pre-trans woman Chris Chan, if you know what I'm talking about. That comment did come up during the movie, that this was a very Chris Chan type movie. Oh, I almost want to watch it now. <laughs> like, it, made, it made literally no money at the box office. Like, that's how... Like... And, like, at this point, like, he goes on his uh, computer at home with his, like, pre one head 120p uh, camera. And it's just, like, starts a successful YouTube channel where he rants against immigration, diversity, women. Um, like he's caring. Like, sure, he, he's caring for his mother at home, but he's literally using her uh, her bank account and her checks to pay for everything. Like literally everything he does. Okay, but and, she's constantly trying to sexually molest him. I think he should get something back. <laughs> Just saying. His mother, 
like I'm I'm not sure if there was some molesting in the past because like his dad died when he was a baby, but like every time he when he would give her a bath and like a sponge bath, she would always lift his hand and put it on her breast, and would always be smiling and looking at him as she did it. So I'm wondering if there was some molestation going on in that house because I wouldn't be surprised. So the man's a victim. The man's a victim of a lot of things, himself included. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he, his racism also comes from his mother, at least a little bit. More than a little bit, definitely. Like, there's some things, as you watch the movie, you think it's just him. He's like, the illegals own everything and look down on you, and it's... So are they trying to say that you get racism from your parents? Look, at one point later in the movie, when he's like, getting are arrested... They, are there implications the, uh, here? Like, she literally calls him... She, like, she she catches him stealing from, from her uh, bank account after they call her for fraud. And she's like, oh, you're stealing like a nigger? And I'm like, wow. That, that just came out of nowhere from you. Like, she literally, as the police are taking her away, and his, her, uh, the black parole officer, who she clearly has a crush on, or some sort of sexual attraction to... Is just standing right there. She just goes like, "You've been stealing from me like a nigger," and 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 like you see the look on the parole officer's face. Like, just give her, just 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 let her get it out. She's just old. She's angry. Let her get it out. This movie is just and full of implications. There's so many implications. So um, like even uh, for uh, his dad, like you think he you most of the movie you think he died in the Gulf War, but in the last like five eight minutes. There's a flashback of him as a baby with his dad holding him. And throughout the movie, you've seen these flashbacks of his dad holding a gun, like just sitting in like a dark space with like a light shining down on him, holding a gun. And you're wondering what that's about. But the last eight minutes, they literally show a scene where he as a baby is being held in the guy's hands, and the dad puts a gun to his head and shoots himself. And then baby Ronnie is just walking over to the gun and just poking it. And you realize that this movie left a lot out about how fucked up his family life was that made him this way. Because he's not a normal guy. So maybe the movie is actually really just based, because it's like, this man is a victim of his circumstances. And you find that out at the end. Like, that's the message at the end. It's so much better. Because they made it seem like it was just him. And... People who watch it either get the idea of like, oh wow, this movie, uh, this movie is really good on how it depicts like the right wing, or like this movie is literally made by SJW Cuck Soy Boys. That's, that's those are the two ends. I would just have to watch it as an art piece. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> lie yeah, to you. Like, like, what does it mean? Look, and that's not even getting into the title of the movie, Cuck. Like, there's a certain point where he gets. There's this blonde woman you see uh, when he's driving past. She's bent over in the yard and, like, in short floral shorts or whatever. And he's just, like, uh, looking at her at her behind as she's, like, working in the yard. Later on, you see him as she uh, comes over to the store, and she's clearly trying to talk to him or flirt with him for some reason. I don't know why. And then later, after he gets beat up and fired from his job for calling his bosses sand niggers, um, he rolls up to her house just out of nowhere and she, he's clearly trying to talk to her, but then he see like this man, this man that looks like um, Johnny Sims, the porn star, mixed with uh, Sam Elliott, with this like badass mustache. Like the man's mustache had ninety five percent of the testosterone in this movie. Was he bald? Because I did. I watched, okay, yeah, I watched the trailer, so like I've seen about point five seconds of him. Yeah. had ninety five percent of the testosterone in this movie. He was kind of cute, though, not going to lie. <laughs> so so uh, that guy opens the door. That guy opens the door. And, like, he's, like, uh, Ronnie is just quiet. For him. He's like, like, oh, um, I'm just here to see if you need any help. Uh, and, like, you need any help with the yard. Or so he just makes up something like, you need help with the yard or something? Because I'm looking for a job. And then the woman who he's been seeing online, she's also, uh, like, a escort or whatever, um... Pops up like, oh, honey, do we need help with the yard? You're like, like, yeah, the rosebuds over there. You see them? Go do them. And so he goes, he starts working in the yard. She shows up a few minutes in with like some iced tea. She gives it to him, starts talking to him, like holds his hand as they're uh, 
uh, putting uh, new uh, uh, cuttings into into the uh, into the um, the dirt, and you're wondering like like oh we could need your help inside for a little bit of something later once you're done. So he gets like a uh, hundred bucks at the end of of the gar- yard work, and of the yard work, and she literally kisses him like while her husband is like a few steps away, like in the other room. And you're like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? And so he's like, come, come over into the other room. There's something we need you with. And so literally, as he walks away, the husband follows right behind them, fully naked, with tattoos that are definitely Nazi related. Like the guy's at least, he's, <laughs> he's, he's never been. He's either been in a Nazi gang or he's been to prison and joined a white supremacist gang. He had like 88 he tattoos. Cute, though, not gonna lie. <laughs> he had 88 <laughs> tattoos and all this. Look, and he just walks in naked behind them, and the scene just cuts to him just banging his wife on the bed in the living room, and just like Ronnie's just looking at them and just like for a little bit, and she's just whispering stuff to him, and then he just gets out his dick and for like the fifth time at this point in the movie, just starts jerking it. While watching them, and then just, <laughs> he gets paid for that. So he gets paid for jerking it while watching them. At after that, and then oh. they ask him to come back later. And then um, he's supposed to play her husband while the, her real husband does the camera work. And she's basically just—he's literally uh, acting as the husband in a series of cut pornos. And it goes from black guy to black guy to Mexican guy to another Mexican guy. Okay, now, wait, 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 wait yeah. a minute. This this was all in this movie. Yes, around the 40-minute <laughs> mark, the 45-minute mark is when this happened. Uh, how long is it? How long is it? One, it's one hour, 55 minutes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. We only get to the actual title 45 minutes in. Like, so at one point, at one point, like she, like she really wants like a really good shot. So she asked, she pulls him in, and the Mexican guy just like unloads on his face. She makes him, she makes him kneel there while he just blasts all over his face. And they just get that perfect shot, and it's like, it's like it's clearly like lotion. Like uh, once you look at it, but like. You know, like, in that scene, if that scene was real, he just got blasted on. Like, just got full-on jizzed on by a Mexican amateur porn star. And, like, he, he wipes his face off and tries to run out. And, and, and the woman, her name's Candy, by the way, like, just <laughs> follows him. You're like, oh, wait, no, no, sweetheart, I need you. This is, this is us. Remember, this is us. Just you and me. We're doing this together. So, and... He was like, like, why would you let him do that? Like, because we needed the shot. You know that we we need you. I need you. Just do it for me. And so he 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 sticks with it. And then he's like, she, she says to him, look, um, my husband, I think Bill, my husband Bill, he's going uh, he's going uh upstate next week. You come, it'll be it'll just be you and me, just you and uh, me together uh by the pool. And so next week rolls by. And they're at the pool, and there's some talking, some talking, talking. And then she just lets him have sex with her by the pool. And she sounds I, like a slut. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's like, professionally an escort, so... And so like, it was a business transaction. No, she doesn't, she doesn't request any money. She just, like, does it as a favor. Because, you know, I mean, he did get jizzed on, so, you know. I was going to say... <laughs> So basically, she does it to keep him with her, because she just probably doesn't want to go looking for another cuck. So um, they do it by the pool, then they do it in the house in the bed, and then uh, uh, what's his name? Ronnie goes to sleep. He wakes up, and Bill is just right there in the seat looking at him, and it's like real quiet. He's like, oh wow, is he gonna fucking die here? He was like, he's like, so you fucked my wife? He was like, um. She, 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 she let me. I was like, "You fucked my wife," and you're wondering, like, you're wondering why he's angry because, like, at this other point, people fuck his wife all the time. Yeah, at this point, Ronnie is the only white guy who has fucked his wife, but like, black guys and Mexican guys have fucked, her, but and he was cool with that. 
which is surprising considering his tattoo. You know, okay, no, wait a minute. This no, this movie is secretly based, right? Because <laughs> let her get fucked by Mexicans and what else? Who else? Two, two different black guys. And two different black guys. Won't. <laughs> I can't. What? <laughs> Continue. So, and like, we, we actually paused the movie here, like, to have a debate with, like, people watching. Like, like why is he angry that, that, a, that a white guy fucked her, but, like, the, the black guy and the Mexican guy he was cool with? And then we were like, okay, maybe, maybe it's because those guys were strong. Those guys were strong and masculine. And he's just like a tiny little runty white guy who he doesn't see as a man. Maybe that's why he's angry that uh, she let him have sex. That's why that, that's why he's pissed off. And we were thinking, and I was like, you know what? Maybe that's a possibility. He, he doesn't see him as a man, so he's mad that his wife would let a non-masculine figure ejaculate inside her, I, I guess. Um, it was... That was literally the idea that I decided to stick with because it's the only thing that made sense. And then, so basically, uh, Bill was like, you owe me $200 for fucking my wife. And he was like, can I write you a check? And he was like, yeah, I'll write you a check. He's like, I'll take the check. Okay, and I said that this was a business transaction. And looky here it was. Like, it, it, look, it's, so at the, uh, with the money he's been making from uh, uh, Bill and Candy's uh, cuck porn uh, service, like he's he bought himself a gun. It wasn't the Desert Eagle, the shiny chrome Desert Eagle he wanted, but he bought himself some, like a tiny little snub nose. So and he's been going to like this uh uh what's it called this gun store with with a range to improve his aim, and his range and his aim is pretty shitty. Like his aim is pretty shitty. Like just, like he was barely barely hitting the paper in the first place. But uh, <laughs> as it goes on, like his mother uh, gets a report, like, oh, we got um, we're calling the fraud department from your bank that uh, uh two hundred dollars were paid to Bill and uh, Candy Paxton for computer repairs, and then his mother with her walker and her oxygen tank somehow makes it like several blocks or wherever to where Bill and Candy's house is. And it's like, what are you doing with my son? What are what you harlots? You you sluts! What are you doing with my son? And it's the best acting in this whole movie so far. I forgot about his mother until now. Like his mother is just like at one point, like you 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 forget that his mother kind of exists. He's busy doing all this shit because, I mean. <laughs> Except for that one scene where she was really happy he touched her boob. That's he doesn't do. She's she's not she's not really important. Other than sponge baths and yelling at cuck porn yeah. stars. Well, yeah. And so um, he basically talks to this guy, this chance dominion guy. I told you before. After his videos start getting popular and ranting and all that, and uh, chance dominion invites him out for dinner. And they're talking and talking and talking. And after dinner, he's, like, excited and happy. And he's on the train. And he uh, looks at one of the uh, comments under one of his popular videos that have, like, 50,000 views. And it's like, oh, wow, look at this cuck right here. One of the comments. And he clicks it, and it opens up. And literally all the porn he's done on the website, it's already been found. And comment after comment, oh, wow, look at this sicko. Burn him at the stake. Uh, doesn't deserve to be an American, all this shit. And he finds a video from the guy he was talking to, Chance Domain. He's like, look at this sick cuck. This guy, he doesn't deserve to be an... Uh, uh, this is the type of uh, sickness that's in, in, in infecting the right with guys like this who claim that they're true Americans but are uh, complete pussies. And so he's he's mad at this point. And he shows up to uh, Bill and Candy's house like, like uh, you didn't... Why would you post this? Why would you uh, show my face? He was like, to make money. We, what did you think we were doing with these videos? He was like, you know what? I, 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 need, I, need, I need to be paid for this. He's like, what do you want? He's like, you. Like, I want you. Like, and he's like, what? He's like, I want to fuck you for all the, all the shit you've done. I want to fuck you. 
And uh, as as you'd expect, that does not work out. So um, he gets thrown out. He goes home. He gets arrested. His mom screaming at him, calling him like all sorts of niggers and whatnot. And, yeah, all sorts of niggers. And so after the police after the police release him, he goes back home, and his mom is oddly calm and, and happy to see him again. But at this point, uh, he starts once he realizes how everything has gone to shit, he freaks out, goes to his mother, and just chokes her to death. And what? What? Yeah, like he realizes how his life is gone, so he's he smashes all his stuff. Goes to his mom and then chokes her to death. And like I kind of made a weird comment because the way her hands were like creeping up his face, it looked kind of sexual. So I was like, I, I made that comment during the movie. And they're like, Nah, nah. That's, where'd you get that? I was like, Okay, this is my fault then. So he he chokes her, kills her, and then he takes his snub nose, uh, puts war paint all over his face, and he's just walking. He goes to their house, shoots. Like, he kicks the door down after he calls Candy and says, Candy, you should come with me and run away with me, and we can live together. And he's like, yeah, fuck no, you're weird, and hangs up the phone. So he's like, eh, fuck it. Walks in, kicks the door down, and shoots Bill uh, twice in the chest. The dude is down, and, like, uh, he steps over him. And, and for a moment, I think, is he going to jerk off on him? Could, is he really <laughs> going to do this? Is he going to jerk off on his face, like, as a way to get over the humiliation they put him through or whatever. But also, no, I know the man's got to be going through a lot of adrenaline and I'm pretty sure, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't, don't you get like something of a pee pee stand when you have a lot of adrenaline flowing through you? Yeah. yeah like adrenaline moments. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, there, you go. there you go. Either way. <laughs> like I figured like, is he going to jerk off on his face as a punishment for all the humiliation they put him through? But no, he just does the thing like who's the cuck now and shoots him in the face. And so so he goes, he finds Candy, and like, he wrestles with her for a little bit, and then he grabs her by the head and her her, her wig comes off. And she has like short hair with the, the long hair. She has short blonde hair so the long blonde hair she had before. But like it's not like it's not like bad or anything. And so she's like, You don't have to do this. Uh, uh, like, you know, I could give you what you want. And he's like, this is what I want. And then, like, shoots her in the head, and it's all quiet and shit. And then he just, like, walks all the way back to, uh, <laughs> he walks all the way back to, oh, looks, uh, <laughs> he walks all the way back to the store, which is, like, at least a good distance from where he, uh, where he lives. And he finds the two, uh, uh, Middle Eastern, uh, the dad and the son he worked for. And he, he takes so many shots. Like, on his way to the store, he just shoots at a bunch of black guys and minorities he sees. And he misses every single time. Like, he's a terrible shot. Like, he could be, like, literally three, uh, like, uh, a couple feet away and misses all these shots. Like, a couple yards away, missing shots at a crowd of people. I don't even get, like, what the plan of the gun was for. He might as well just get the knife. He'd been more successful with the knife. There have been incidents of that. And so he's like, there's at least like five or six people he shoots at on his way to this store. And he misses all of them. No one is injured. And he gets to the store. He sees the, the, the son is just like right across from him. Pulls out the gun, starts shooting three times, misses. Reloads. Keeps shooting. Misses. And then the son just goes behind the dad. He shoots the dad. And they're just right there. And you're just like, oh, wow, he's going to kill them and kill the people who were nice to him and who gave him a job and whatever. And instead, he just hears the sirens outside and you get the flashback to his dad shooting himself in the head. And you're like, wow, this dude had a fucked up life. He just walks outside to the police, pulls out a gun, and then he just gets shot all over like several times. And it just, then it just goes back, to, it goes back to Bill with a, with a hole in his head, uh, Candy dead on her bed, and then finally back to his mom Who's dead with an American flag uh, covering her body? That he he put on it. He put that on her before he left, which you know to show some respect for his mother. And that feels kind of dark, actually. Really, it really was. And then all you're getting as he's just lying there in his blood, just the scene of his dad shooting himself in the head. And I'm like, 
They're like, wow, this dude was not like a normal. He had a whole lot of shit. He was at least semi-autistic, and this is a fucked up movie. Okay, how how much time is left on this film? Like at this point, like three minutes. Okay. It cuts to a YouTube video, um, last video of the Santa Monica shooter, and it's just him at the beach, just saying some like semi-calm shit, and then he just takes off his pants and his in his underwear, no no swim trunks, just goes into the water for a swim. And then the credits roll. Yeah, the credits roll. That's that's, that's the movie. Alright, so here's my interpretation of this. is was a film about a left-wing man LARPing as a right-wing man. And his real life was that of being a cuck. <laughs> that's what I'm going to take away from that. I mean, I don't think you'd be wrong if you chose that, really. Like, there's so much about this movie you gotta question, like... Like, there's just so much, like... Why would they wait till the very end to show us his dad shooting himself in the head while holding baby Ronnie? See, that actually makes the film something kind of meaningful at the end. Yeah. So the whole movie you're going this is ridiculous, this is ridiculous. And then at the last second, it pulls this shit out. And now you have to consider a different plane. Like, the guy was mentally ill, obviously. Yeah. And, like, his possible sexual abuse from his mother, too. And the fact that he was autistic, he definitely... who was to blame here for what happened? Yeah, the way he treated the woman he was on a date with, like, he's definitely autistic. Right. So, and not to, like excuse his behavior just because he is autistic and mentally ill. <laughs> However, a man can only take so much <laughs> yeah, like, before he cracks. I mean, and Ronnie had his, his limit. <laughs> a, funny, a funny fact about, like, it was 30 minutes in before I realized his name was Ronnie. Like, th- a whole th- like, I was just did he look like a Ronnie else. to you, or did you just never consider it yeah. until it came up? He looked—he looked like an Ethan to me. So I just kept thinking—I <laughs> just kept thinking Ethan every time. Like I heard his name, I just my brain would dub it over as Ethan. And the funny, like the, they literally chose a guy who looked just like Ethan Klein, and the actor apparently gained like so many so much weight for this role, so he could have the Ethan Klein H three H three body. God bless the man for really getting into his part. I mean. He, he's a true actor, so, yeah. Like, the guy was... He pulled off the role, I'm not gonna lie. Like, the movie was shit, but he played a convincing whatever he played. A mentally ill Also, oh, well, whatever he was. But <laughs> I'm gonna open it up so, like, a few people who want to just ask some questions about the movie. Okay, you're up. Buddy, are you there? Walter? Me? Yeah. You had any, uh, uh, want to talk about the movie a little bit? Uh, yes, I would like to. Wait. Okay, so what are your thoughts about it? Uh, it was so bad that I thought I was having a fever and hallucinating it. Okay. And uh, the whole movie just looks like the camera lens had been dipped in piss. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. What? You don't and, like this? Uh, no. And uh, so many of the scenes were so bizarre. And he was jacking off in every other scene shirtless and he looked like Lucas. I'd say he looked more like Ethan than Lucas. He had Lucas nipples and Ethan face. <laughs> yes, he did that. Yeah, the Lucas nipples, Ethan's face, and Ethan's body structure. Yeah, and it was definitely unpleasant. And uh, his gun uh, was bigger than his dick. Zing. Zing. I'm I'm not going to lie. Look, the scenes where he was literally jacking off are some of the worst to watch. Because so many times he just did it standing. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to judge or criticize anyone's, you know jack-off stands, but 
there, there's a chair right there. There's a bed right there. Why are you standing every time? It's just and what? And it and he doesn't seem to clean it up. He, he doesn't. He just goes right back to whatever he was doing. Yeah, he just. You gotta leave your son all over the house. He seemingly fucks the computer in some scenes. It's so oddly angled. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And uh, there was so much yellow lighting. Like there was so much yellow lighting over everything. It was like we were constantly stuck in Breaking Bad, Mexico. Yeah, but uh, you know, even Breaking Bad, Mexico didn't look nearly as bad. I mean, you know, there were other colors. <laughs> I just wish they could have done so much better with this, to be honest. Anything else you want to add to that? What would you change? What would I change? Yeah. Okay, first things first. What I would change, I would emphasize that he wasn't like a a, a regular average guy. Okay, I would, I was like, okay, maybe he has some like, uh, some uh, pre-existing mental issues or, uh, or possibly he has some sort of autism. Something to emphasize, this guy's not your normal average Joe. He has issues already. Are you implying average Joes don't have issues? No, you know, I'm, I'm implying uh, the average Joe. The yeah, average what, Joe. What is the average uh, Poe like? Look, the average Joe didn't see their dad uh, shoot himself in the head while holding them as a baby. I'll drink to that. I mean, the average Joe doesn't have to, like, um, sponge bathe their mother and grope their uh, breasts every day. That's all I'm saying. That was honestly the worst scene in the movie. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that was that was pretty, that was pretty bad to watch. Like Post the part it on your timeline. On, the part where he got jizzed on was was kind of funny, to be honest. Because <laughs> like, you just there, you just let it happen. Well, what do you do at that point? <laughs> he knew what was about to happen, but he chose to stay there kneeling. Angry afterwards, like it's the like, man was shell shocked. He's 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 been used to this. You don't just he knew what was about to happen. He saw the guy just like furiously jerking. Like he's done that enough times to know what comes out. Yeah, but not everybody's cum face is the same. <laughs> oh my god. He literally <laughs> held his face at a certain angle to catch the jizz. It's like, come on. You knew what you were about to get in your face. Oh my god, okay. Well, let's bring in Al, Al for a commentary. Feminine type. Al, you there? Oh, hello. How are okay. you guys? What were your thoughts on Cuck? <laughs> like, for starters, if you name your film Cuck, that's ridiculous. Like, that's the most stupid name I can think of. Like, it's not really engaging or entertaining. But if you ask my thoughts, I will tell you. I feel the movie is on the same level as these Christian movies that talk about porn addiction and i watched some of them it feels like a parody it feels that oh no we lost him hello <laughs> hello um hi hello <laughs> Did we not have Owl in here a minute ago? <laughs> We're pulling in we did. randos. Okay, I'm going to pull Owl back in here then. Um, I don't know why Technical he went back into the green. Please stand by. The there we go. Where's my connection? How are you? <laughs> your, yeah, your connection oh. fell apart there. Uh, we didn't get oh, any yeah, of what the, the, Yeah, don't, don't, yeah it's, my internet is acting fine. So what we're saying is that for me, Cuck is on the same level of a Christian film I watched the other day that talk about the dangers of porn addiction. Like, it feels like a parody. And even worse than that is that I feel that it really doesn't treat seriously what uh, the radicalization of young white men, as they like to call it, is. Um, and also that, the fact that it's not even entertaining to watch. Like, we start the film with this guy already being an asshole, and he ends up being an asshole. That's the different thing from Joker. Like, in Joker... The guy uh, 
it's a continuous journey of how he descends into madness. That's the simple premise of the film, and that's why the film is so good. We cuck is none none of that. We cuck, we he starts being an idiot, he ends up being an idiot. He dies a loser. And the fact is that they keep throwing you this 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 uh, images of his house full of Christian imagery and stuff Catholicism like that. Yeah, Catholicism. And, and you're and I, what, what I would feel it was the director trying to show you see, you see, he's a Christian, so he's supposed to hate uh, brown people, he's supposed to hate Arabs and Latinos. But I was like, no, he's just deeply religious. I mean, I know deeply religious people that are not necessarily racist. And the, the, the I know people like, that are not religious and are definitely racist. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's true. But I don't know. Also, the fact that he said in California really, really didn't ring any bell for me because, look, I, I don't know much about the states of the United of the United States, but I, I know that most like Republicans are not from California. Like I believe if the film was set like in the places you call the Rust Belt or even in Texas. Like I will find like oh yeah that kind of makes sense like it will make sense that there, there are Republicans here, but no it's in California like the reddest state in the union and not for the for the reasons you think about it. Um, there are conservatives in Northern California typically, but that's away yeah, from but, a lot of the bigger cities. Yeah, but personally I I don't know much about it. I mean I'm not American. All I know right. is from the like the maps and stuff like that. Um and also is um. It feels like it takes its cues from a lot of things, like uh, incels, white supremacists, and re and Republicans, which are not like the same thing. The guy, I, I think you, I heard you mentioning it. The the guy who's his personal hero, who's this like Southern accent, like her. her yeah, right. Is... He's right now, He's a mix of Ben Shapiro, Gavin McInnes, and Stephen Crowder. My, yes, and I will actually say he's like in the ideas of Richard Spencer. Because yeah, I, I missed. Spencer, that's why I forgot. He's yes. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because look, I look, I I don't like Ben Shapiro or Gavin McInnes, but I've never heard them talk about the African race like that. I mean, they will of course talk about race, but that's not what they do. Or that's not what they say. And that's also one thing I want to mention. Um, the only realistic part of the film, and I discussed this with the guys in the green room. Shout out to them. Um, the only realistic part is when his hero tears him down, when he makes a video exposing him with the new information. Like, that's the only realistic part. Because I've seen... A lot. Yes, and, and, and it's going to happen every, every time. Like, we, we, say, we gave, like, an idea. Like, what will happen if the day of tomorrow, like, Paul Joseph Watson appears in a video getting pegged? And I Wait, said, what? Wait, you guys are talking about me getting pegged? What? No, 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 no. Paul Joseph Watson. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We Why are you so defensive about all this gay shit all the time? <laughs> oh yeah, like what's the problem? Do you hate gays? I don't hate the gays. I'm just not one of them. That sounds wrong. I love the gays. I love you guys. We're trans, dab me up. Like it's cool. We'll go. Homophobe. No, but okay. So I if, look, if Paul Joseph Watson appeared in a video getting pegged. Everyone will turn its back on him. Yeah. Everyone. We, they will do that. Everyone will do that. I mean, well, to be honest, to be honest, Alex Jones did look at trans porn, and we we joked about it for like a couple of days, but everybody let it go. <laughs> no, because that that's Chad. <laughs> but um, I mean that's that's all I have to say honestly, because if we're talking about this film in in like cinematic merits, um, the 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 lightning, the the the. The, the overall look, it looks cheap. The acting is not that good. Although I, I mean, there, that, there were some scenes that were like pretty, they were like pretty believable though. I mean, the the grandma titties. Oh, okay. No, I didn't need that. I need, I didn't need that image in my head again. I need, I didn't, I didn't need to remember that. Oh my god, that's disgusting. But um, but that's what I think about the film. Like I, I don't look. I won't re recommend this film to anybody because I like to recommend bad films because you can always laugh at a very trash film, but not this one because this is not entertaining. This is awful. This sucks. In general, this sucks. Don't watch it. If you want to watch a good film, go watch Joker or anything else. Like I even watch Pacific Rim for all I care. But what, what about uh the 
the remake Ghostbusters. Okay, no, let's come on. We're, we're trying to be you good. Will, movie. Yeah, you will be surprised that I still haven't watched it. Okay. But that's all I have to say, and well, thank you for letting me voice my opinion. Okay. Nice thank to have you. Well, yeah. Thank you. So, Plague Doctor, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so any thoughts on Cuck? Did you watch it with us? Uh, yeah, I watched yeah. it with you guys. Uh, uh, my thoughts on it, I have absolutely zero idea why they decided to put this up against the Joker. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was looking at it while I was in the green room, and it, no money made. Zero money made. Joker made over a billion dollars, and this yeah, one made nothing. I can't, I can't even find a budget for this thing. So I don't even know how much money it lost, and I'm pretty sure that's because they're that embarrassed by it. And I don't think, look, judging from the quality, I don't think they lost too much. No, just, there's no money. There's no money in this. Like, like this looks like something, um, like a, a college, a bunch of colleges could have made. Like, I've seen better college-made movies. Yes. I think... Okay, how do I put this? The best way to do this is the Joker. And that's the sad thing, is that this is almost one-to-one, story-beat for story-beat, basically kind of like the Joker. Yeah. But it does everything that the Joker did right, wrong. Okay. I, like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Well, the bath scene was... The bath uh, scene was... Uh, I don't want to think about it. I'm sorry. I keep bringing it up. You know what? I'm actually surprised they didn't have him jerk off after that. That would have been a that would have been horrible. Yes, and that's what I was expecting from this. I'm almost disappointed by it. Well, the one scene I expected him to jerk off, and I would have I would have appreciated, was the part where he was about to shoot Bill. <laughs> I would have thought he was taking his power back or something, but no, they just let him they just let him shoot him. I'm like. He did I'm not assert prominence. <laughs> I'm surprised everything didn't just transition into him just jerking off with how much of it is in this movie. There's at least, what, five, six scenes of him jerking off? It's like half the movie. Yeah. Every other it's moment. At work, at home, at home like, again. He's like a bonobo. He just does it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, it's either jerking off or impotent rage. There's so nice much impotent rage. There's so much infinite rage in this movie. Just uh, like I'm so thinking what are, about what are your final thoughts? What are your final thoughts on it though? My final thoughts, uh just I don't know why this was made. I don't know what the point of this movie was. There's no message other than don't be an asshole, super far right racist. Congratulations, that's most people. It was supposed to be like it was supposed to really get the incels, but like it 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 wasn't even an incel movie. No, the dude's not. The, there's no audience for this. I don't know who I'm, who's supposed to be watching this. I don't know what I'm supposed to feel when I watch this. Look at the reviews. Like, I'm no, afraid to. Remember the joke that SML did, White Male Rage, about Joker? Yeah. This movie is deserving of that song. Yeah. But it's just, it's just a guy being pissed for it's... the runtime true it's true that's very true and that's it that's he doesn't change there's no change in him he really doesn't he just gets angrier that's it <laughs> he starts off an asshole who's racist and he ends a racist asshole who's dead thanks Blake doctor thanks You're welcome okay Rin, you have any thoughts uh my thought was that this sounds like something he would make mainly because as People like him, they ha have this idea that every single one of their enemies is actually working together. Like, he's done con... Oh. Oh, whoops. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, let's see. Radio, you have any thoughts? Uh, what do you want me to add about Cuck? Uh, honestly, to anyone who is watching this, who has any interest of seeing this film, I'd recommend you don't. Because yeah, it, it. it's not like the room in which it's a so bad it's good film. It's just bad. Everything about it is just incompetent. It's an ugly looking film because of color correction. It's very dark because they don't have very good lighting. The acting is amateurish. And the lead actor, his character, 
there's absolutely sympathy. And it's just about him. True. Yeah. And it it takes special skill to make a crime spree look lame, and somehow yeah. this film managed to do that. No, and I don't know how. The one thing you can say about Joker was that he tried to do his best in everything. Yeah. Like he tried at work, he tried at home, he tried to even be happy. But yeah. this guy, he just was angry and hated, and just. Yeah. Barely was sympathetic. He had sympathetic traits. He tried to improve himself when his mental illness and society genuinely did drag him down. But this guy, whose name I don't even remember, Ronnie. It's just Ronnie. Yeah. Let's just guess. Well, there's nothing to be sympathetic with him. He's not going towards rock. He has hit rock bottom, and he's using a jackhammer to dig deep. So he doesn't have any redeeming traits. There, there, no, look, I'm going to be honest, there are none. No redeeming traits at all with this guy. Radio, you still there? Radio. Okay. Oh, no, I lost another one. Yeah, we lost another one. So, I guess we should be coming to an end about right about now. So, so, uh, Lamb, just from everything that you've you've heard about this movie, do you think you would want to watch this? Absolutely not. <laughs> Bernard, Bernard, your thoughts on Cuck? Um, uh. you know what? Uh, I think it was a great movie. You know, I I was looking for a movie that was for me that I could watch and I could feel like that represents me in Hollywood. And you know what? Pristine, amazing. Um, I think I'm going to pull a John Lennon. I'm going to go buy a snub nose right now uh, after the podcast is done. Sure. We're... <laughs> well, well, let me tell you one reason why I know um, why I know this movie is not for you. First of all, as long as you do not have an arm like Michael J. Fox, you will be able to shoot better than Ronnie. You know what? Well, uh, that's what I'm going to do then. Okay. Um... The, fa- <laughs> the fact that he is not good at aiming... Or hitting anything with a bullet. Also, I feel builds the builds like, evidence I, against him that he is in fact a progressive LARPing as a conservative. You would think at he all that time. Like every day. Even at home he practices with his BB gun. And when he gets a rail gun, he still practices. But apparently, no. He's just shitty. You know, this this guy, he does he sounds like he's pretty ugly and I don't like him. That's my final take. <laughs> Ethan Klein, I'm calling you out. <laughs> Hate ugly people now. Yep, ugly people. Uh, you should probably not exist. This is my final take. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. So I guess that covers everything for today. So uh, what are we doing next week, Lan? Uh, we are going to be watching the Truman Show. Yeah, that is that is our, our next Friday night movie. If you want to attack. If you want to watch the Truman Show with us, uh, uh, meet us in the, the Digital Blackface Discord server at uh, Friday, May 8th. We're starting at 9 o'clock EST. 9 o'clock EST. See so, you there. Uh, <laughs> and for next week's show, we'll, we'll let you know what we're doing. We'll let you know what we're doing. Thank you and good night. Goodbye.